pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. What, can you hear in the background? Oh, the reason why I'm all sorts of excited is because I'm here at the St. Lawrence O'Toole concert in the City Hotel in Armagh. Oh, tourist kill. The guys are just currently warming up on stage at the moment, doing a bit of sound checking and a wee bit of last minute practice and tuning and stuff. So hence why I'm kind of whispering. But... Oh my god, I'm all sorts of excited. And I'm sure you guys are too. We'll have coverage from all of this event coming out on the rest of this week's podcast. But first of all, I want to address some of the things that you guys have been emailing in. Last week's podcast was our full season preview. Now, 2019 full season preview with Andrew Shilladay and Scott Cunningham. And to say that it was... (laughs) It wasn't controversial, but a load of you guys say that we missed out a lot of people on their season preview. So, with that in mind, next week's podcast will be listener mail. We will be answering all of your emails, because next week, we will be talking all about the kickoff of the season. Here in Northern Ireland, the season kicks off on the 11th of May in Newton Ards Airfield, and we cannot wait. So, yeah, this week's podcast, though, is all sorts of exciting. So hanging out with the guys of St. Lawrence Atoll at this insane concert. And I have to say, first of all, the venue itself, it is massive. Now, I dare say there is seating here for over two and a bit thousand, perhaps. It's a huge, huge venue. And I have to say as well, the guys of St. Lawrence are just equally as excited as we are to open the doors. Now, what makes this event equally as exciting is they're also launching the recording of their Glasgow concert. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Didn't I tell you the band sounds sweet? So, yeah, they're launching the recording of Tourist Call from Glasgow. As well as they're reprising it here in Northern Ireland, they're also launching the recording. So, as you guys are tuning in and listening to this podcast right now, you can get your own copy of this album through the St. Lawrence Atul website. And I have to tell you, listening to this... Yeah... You're going to need to get a copy of this album. Trust me, I've already got a copy of it. And it has not been out of my car stereo since I got that sucker. So, yeah, hope you can enjoy the rest of this week's podcast. Like I said, it's going to be a bit of a strange one because I know everyone in the bagpiping world wants us to talk about what's been happening in the bagpiping world. You want us to talk about everything that's been going on with live streaming and the decision at the Ulster's. Yeah, we'll get to that. But first of all, we have to get through this incredible show. Now, I've been plugging this for weeks and weeks and weeks and telling you to get tickets. Uh, Yeah, so for those of you who can't actually be here, we hope to have you covered. And yeah, don't forget, check us out on the Big Rab Show Facebook page. Tons of videos and content from this amazing concert. Thanks to the guys at St. Lawrence Atul. It's all up there now on the Rab Show Facebook page. Well worth checking out. Listen to that. Now, I'm backstage, I'm recording that through, like, a couple of walls and a door. 
this sounds incredible. I want to get in there, start checking out the sound check before the doors open because even the sound check sounds amazing. <laughs> anyway, let's get our walking shoes on. Let's go and have a chat to the guys at St. Lawrence themselves. Joining us on the podcast, we are still backstage at the St. Lawrence gig. Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Yes, I'm uh, Bernard Buadana, and um, I joined the band uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, I live in Israel, and uh, originally from Denmark. It's from Denmark, yeah, and then but originally from Israel. Can I? It's the other way around, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so now playing with St. Lawrence Atul, is this your first season with the band? That is the very first season indeed, yeah. I just joined uh, the band, uh, f- I think we had our first full band practice in January, if I'm not mistaken. So. I see. So how are you finding things with the guys at St. Lawrence? Um, I love it, I love it. It's very, very nice. Um, I've had a couple of years out of grade one, and it's obviously very nice to to be back in this, you know... This this kind of level of piping, it's just it's just great gerbil we fly in and enjoy the music and then have fun. It's, it's bound to be a big commute for you for band practice. <laughs> yeah, how does that work? Well, um, I, the band has these um, full band practices about once a month before the season really kicks in. and um, So I've been flying into those and yeah, I think I have a few stopovers on, on the way from Tel Aviv to here. So it's about, usually it takes about 16 hours each, every way. Uh, 16 <laughs> hours, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, this time we came through Romania and England and stuff, but uh, it's okay, it's worth that's it. It's incredible, wow. So tell me this, how did you first get started in bagpiping? Um, so I grew up in Denmark and I picked up the pipes at the age of nine. Uh, my parents had a few LPs, you call them, the older records. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, with piping, and I really loved it. So I had a local teacher there, Pelle Scherning, who taught me. Uh, had another teacher too, Johannesson, which uh, some people might know as well. And um, yeah, and then I played for some from years in Denmark. And after that, I basically had, I think it's fair to say, most of my career uh, as a long distance player, playing with several uh, yeah. bands overseas, yeah. obviously. So, what all bands have you been a part of? Have you been a, many, a part of many bands? Um, yeah, I have. <laughs> Uh, but I guess the ones people would know would obviously be the great one bands. Um, the last uh, band I had a stage with was um, Stress Clyde Police. So, um, oh, yeah. nice. Greater, sorry, yeah. Greater, Greater, Greater Glasgow Police. Greater Glasgow Police, I know what you're talking about. That. Yeah. But that was just for a short period of time with a concert, and yeah. I did the Alive on Island concert as well. I, I played with Phil Marshall a couple of years as well, and I played before that with SFU, so it's like... A wow, <laughs> see, yeah, that's quite a pedigree of bands, it yeah. Is, that live in Ireland, though, what was that experience like? That was amazing. That was amazing. I always tell people that there's this like cliche about good pipers. You know, good good could be people that are great in any sense. But you know, you, you get big personalities together, and, and people are sure they have this big ego. And but it's completely <laughs> the opposite. You know, this experience taught oh, yeah, me the yeah. opposite. Um, people just coming in the best p- players in the world. Some of them, and 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 people being extremely humble and just very very friendly and stuff. 
Very good so life lesson. It is kind of one of those concerts, if you haven't heard any of the recordings of yet, it was just amazing. It's bound to have been something standing in there yeah, with yeah. That, all that music. It was nice and all the personalities and typing. It was a very proud moment. Of wow. That's it indeed. So now you're here tonight in the RMAS City Hotel. How's things shaping up for the concert? I think uh, things are looking good, I think. Uh, so far we've got uh, a pretty good sound already, I think, out of the box. And uh, yeah, things are working. It doesn't seem there's going to be any big problems as far as I can see. Excellent. Well, if anything, there's a very excited crowd coming through the doors tonight. I'm really looking forward to hearing it. So thanks very much for chatting to us. Thank Thank you. you, Rob. Thank you.
Joining us here and on Facebook as well is the legend, Mr. Craig Laurie. Well, wait a minute, I'm not, <laughs> not quite yet. <laughs> so, Craig, the last we were talking to you, we were talking to you in the Royal Hotel in Cookstown. Aye. Aye. I think it was. The Kids with Cancer charity night. And you were telling us even then how excited you were for this concert. Tell us. What's it like now? Things like have started. Life. Like, uh, oh yeah, you got like notifications. Show his life. I get notifications <laughs> for it. How, how about that? Come on, fantastic. See, lethal. You should do that too. By the I way, Facebook. Have you been opened it there? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what's it like now that we're here in Armagh? I stayed here with one of my previous pipe bands about five years ago, and the hotel itself is massive. It's. I was never in that part of the hotel, but walking in there today when we arrived. To see so many seats and then see the the stage all ready again, yeah. it makes me want to go back to the world of last year again. Wow. <laughs> so does, that, does it bring back memories yeah, of Glasgow? Then it definitely does. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, walking into the room today, um, arriving here and seeing the stage all set up and all, that, all the drums all polished, everything set up. You know. It makes me want to go back and do it again, and thankfully tonight we're getting to do it all over again. It's fantastic, to be honest. Yeah, even listening to you guys on Soundcheck, something special. So yeah, for those of you watching on Facebook now, you have how long to get yeah, here? You have about an hour. Minutes. Yeah, 50 so minutes the doors open. Get your backside down. You want to catch this show? This is the last time we're doing it. Is it? Well, that's it too. The last time to hear this live. So for you listening on the podcast right now, you've missed it. Yeah, pretty much. Aye. If, if you weren't here, that's you. You're a bit. So tell me this. As much as you guys have been working for this concert this incoming year, how's things looking for the start of the season in the next few weeks? It's looking good. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. This is my second year with the band. I'm really excited to get back out again. Uh, we've got new, some new players in. We've lost some long-serving members. Um, but listen, the Tools is a very, they're a very strong strong at heart band if you will mm. um, they always put a very musical band out, MSRs and Medley and that's the reason I'm here because I want to be a part of it um, this year I'm really really excited for this year it's, again it's my second year with the band so I know what to expect walking up to the line there was a few times last season where I'm walking up to the line going is he going to tell me to stand out here oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I wasn't at practicing yeah. Tuesday I was still in Glasgow <laughs> is he going to tell me to stand out here and it, yeah. it settles your nerves when, you're, when you walk into the arena a wee bit and that's when you get the right amount of tension about you to get up and go you know you still get that edge though you still get you nerves need you, need, you need that competitive edge because I believe if you don't have it there's something going wrong yeah, you're not human. Yeah, if if you if anyone out there tells me, apart from Grant Cassidy, because that, that guy's <laughs> he's a legend. I yeah, don't know, I don't know how to explain it. He's probably the only guy that I believe when he tells me that I don't get nervous before I go into a contest. Yeah, you've, you've got to get a wee bit nervous. I mean, not nervous. It's more adrenaline. I think it is. Aye, I think yeah, it's not fear. It's a let's do this kind of thing. Yeah, you know what it's like as well. Andrew walking in there with shots. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. you do get that wee competitive edge, and if you don't have it, I'm sorry, you're either far too cocky, Grant, or <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Grant's great. I mean, we picked him up for the airport this morning, and mm. we've come down here together today. And, you know, I've got a lot of respect for Grant for what he's done over the years. Oh, um, with Chili yeah. Pipers with um, the St. Lawrence Tool Band sh- shots, you know, and good luck for the season, Grant. Good luck, mate. Yeah, I heard a wee recording of them today, and they're sounding pretty good. So, oh, did you? Oh, we've been waiting to hear from Uddingston right now. Uddingston, I, I keep pronouncing Uddingston, it wrong. Uddingston Strathclyde. Uddingston Strathclyde. Yes, we are interested in hearing them right now. Nah. So, 
Any questions from the Facebook live stream, by the way? Probably not. Is there any me. coming through? <laughs> Nobody likes me, so anybody about that. <laughs> well, I've got a couple of questions, first of all, for your activity then with the chilies. You were on the telly not too I long was, ago. I, I was indeed, yeah. Um, it was, I was literally a last minute, as last minute as you'll get. Mm. I was sitting in a Chinese buffet with my daughter and my sister. Mm. Um, my, my missus was away working that day and... I decided, you know, I'll take the wee one out. She loves this big Chinese buffet. It's round, round the back of the Glenhill from where the band stay normally. Oh, yeah. So, right, we'll go in there. So I got a text from Kevin, the, the guy, that, one of the guys from the Chili's, that says, are you free tonight? I said, yeah, sure. It's, it's cool. Mm. I said, right, can you be in BBC in the next half an hour to 40 minutes? I said, well, wait a minute. No. Come on. Half an hour's notice? Wow. To be honest, I, nah, he said to me, <laughs> I think it was about five o'clock, and this was about half past one, two o'clock. Yeah. So it's pretty, still pretty last minute, but yeah, you yeah. know, it's one of the be- most enjoyable gigs I've done with the band. It really is. It was great finally meeting Mrs. Brown. I know. That's, that's, <laughs> that's bound to be something special, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's great to see what the Chilies are doing, bringing yeah, piping and drumming well, to like a national... Night. That was in yeah. last night again with Tom Walker. Oh, right. Ah, of course, at the Barrowlands. That's right, yeah. yeah. Grant was on that last night. Um, I asked him this morning, how did it go? He said, brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. He seems to be a bit hanging today. He looks tired. Do you know what? <laughs> I think that's just due to him only getting about four hours sleep before he flew in. Because he flew in here at seven o'clock this morning. That's crazy. So yeah, crazy. He, he was texting me on it. He was sending me a message on WhatsApp. It's uh, that's me ready to land. So wait a minute. Ready to land? Aye. Are you still in the air? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, any questions from the Facebook? Uh, Kenneth Lucas, good luck on the new season, Craig. You're, oh, cheers, a, man. you're a good piper and drummer. What do you prefer? Because you do both. That's I right. Do. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I mean, I, it's, it's providing, it's pr- producing music. So I mean, I, I enjoy doing both. Mm. Um, I enjoy playing pipes because it's one of my my jobs. I mean, I run the Paisley Pipers. Yeah. And yeah. We supply pipers anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy going out and making a wee bit of money from that, and I also enjoy the competitive side of playing drums. There I have competed know. with pipes before. I was going to say you also uh, piped in competition too. I did, did yeah, my dad's wee band. Yeah, there you go. Grand. Well, I want to wish you the very best up on the stage well, tonight. I'm we're need it. we're all sorts of excited. Ah, <laughs> oh, you won't need it. Listening to you guys on soundcheck earlier, it was going well. Even it's not very often you hear the bass drummer saying. Things are going well. That's the first time I've heard John Dunn turn around and saying, "Band was sounding really good today, wasn't it?" <laughs> and it's not often you hear that from it's John. Not, no, it's not often you hear very much from John in fairness. He's a quiet man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Aye. Well, thank you, man, thank you for much, chatting John. to us. Thank you. Thanks, Facebookers. We'll see you later on. Get your tickets, Grant. Get your tickets, <laughs> Grant. So, would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Yes, I'm uh, Derek Doyle, um, aka Butch, that, um, on the snare drummer in the Saint Lawrence Tool play band. Yeah, but and tonight you're also handling these guys. Like this is yeah, visual jokes on the radio, but you're the kit player for tonight as well. Correct. Um have done since I came back at the plate bands in two thousand five, which is the first concert they did in Glasgow. The with Wars Week. And ever since then, anytime they've had a concert, I've um taken out the drum kit and sort of add in a bit of colour. It's bound to be a whole different world, though, from playing kit to playing pipe and snare. Is there much of a difference? Huge, huge difference. Um, technically speaking, the snare drum is way above um, kit playing, but the coordination on kit requires your feet. Uh, that's the difference. That's yeah. the difference, like, you know. Um, <laughs> also, you can't be playing as busy as you, as, as you would on a snare drum, like, you know. Well, see, whenever you're playing a drum kit, now, I kind of footer a drum kit myself, too. What's it like having to play kit? 
with a massive pipe band. You gotta watch the pipe measures, but like like a hawk. Yeah, because yeah. the sound travels around, and while you are actually sort of keeping with the bass drummer and you're sort of keeping rhythm and and tempo, mm-hmm. it's very easily can either go up or down oh, because of the sound waving around. You don't keep it near on them on the pipe major's foot. It can. Um, it could go walkies. It could go walkies, yeah. Yeah. So do you want to tell us about this amazing kit here that we have in front of us? It's all sorts of silvery gorgeousness. Actually, um, uh, the drum sergeant, Stephen Creighton, did a job on them drum shells for me about 10 years ago, even more. Yeah. Uh, they were green. The shells were green. Oh, they're re-wrapped. They're re-wrapped. Stephen did a whole lot in the the chrome cover. It's gorgeous, by the way. Yeah. The, the smoked rims in from America. I was doing the whole thing up. Um, they're all smoked rims. That looks Top and bottom. Yeah. And I got the... Now, it's a bit scraped and battered now over the years, but, mm-hmm. yeah, it has a bit of a, a striking uh, presence. It's Definitely. It's, uh, so these are Premier drums, would that be right? They're not. They're actually paired. Oh, but there's a Premier snare there. Premier snare. Yeah. Actually, that's Conor McNally's snare he drum, and um, I used it in Glasgow last year at the Wards Week, and there's a lovely pitch. It's a 13-inch. So it's that wee bit sharper then? Yeah, it has to, and it, it pitches in lovely with the pipes and cuts through lovely yeah. um, against a 14-inch, you know? Well, that's it. So every bit as much as you're a kit player here tonight, you're also, like you say, a snare drum player with the band itself. How have you found this past couple of years then with St. Lawrence at the back line? Amazing. Absolutely to be amazing. something else. Oh, well, I mean, it's tough going. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> but it's been quite rewarding. Um, and the creativity and the, the kind of scores that are going on they're spectacular I think anyway um, and the music it's great to play to and he's the top man well that's it it's bound to you know if anything that's, it is the envy of a lot of people to stand in that line it is bound to be the best crack <laughs> it can be tough it can be very good fun it can be stressful <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah it's a huge commitment uh, massive commitment uh, which involves it and if you're not there you won't get your game it's as simple as that yeah. you know so with that in mind I think I heard a little rumour that you may be the composer of the world famous Buyaki would that be right? that's correct yeah yeah. world famous yeah it yeah, is okay. world famous yeah of course <laughs> I am uh, I am the creator of that particular fanfare yes yeah. it's possibly one of my favourites to be honest it's incredible yeah. incredible. Yeah. can you yeah, solve the geek in me but how did you start composing something like that um, I was in the army mm-hmm. band that's what my career was for 21 years and I was posted down to the Cork band I'm actually from Dublin and I had loads of time after hours when I first I was quite young started this started that opening phrasing in around 22 years of age uh, I left it for a good few years, but I opened, came up with the opener phrasing mm-hmm. years ago. <laughs> and um, I worked on it because I knew I wanted a sort of piece of drum uh, fanfare together, and I knew St. Lawrence or two drum car would be the one to play it. So I actually went down to Stephen's house with pots and pans for the bass and tenors. <laughs> Brilliant. Myself on a, on a, you know, a, a tape deck. Yeah, yeah actually playing the whole thing and I played the pots and pans for him to sort of sell it <laughs> so what do you think yeah. and he said uh, let's, let's give it a go and we learn it well and then the rest is history it is it kind is. of it's yeah. iconic now really I think well yeah it gets a bit of a, a thumbs up 
here and there, you know, yeah. It's very popular, I have to say, at the Worlds when you guys break it out at the Premier Tent. I think you've done it maybe a couple of times now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, t- the Premier Tent, we play it sort of a little showpiece to sort of um, demonstrate the core and, and mess around with it, like, you know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's outstanding. It really is. So, well, hey, it's great to meet the composer of one of my favourite drums. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, if anything, we wish you the best of luck for this concert tonight. Thanks so much for entertaining us. Lovely, Rob. Thank you. Thank you very much. Love the show, by the way. Great Rob, stuff. Cheers. Keep up the good work. Thanks. <laughs> Grand. Well, welcome to the podcast. I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Can you start with yourself? Uh, Kevin Rogers. Kev, you might be familiar with our show, yeah. I think. Yeah. Christopher Russell. Hello, Christopher. And we have a, a bystander who doesn't even want to talk. No. No, there you go. Grant. <laughs> so we're also filming this as well for Patreon. Hello, Patreon. Grant, first of all, I want to ask is, what's it like to be bringing this concert back again to the stage? What does that feel like? Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting. Very exciting, yeah. To be honest, it's probably not as stressful. It's... It's more relaxed feel. It's not been recorded live tonight, so. So there's more of a relaxed atmosphere, really. Yeah. Uh, the band is hoping to enjoy themselves more tonight, when we can just let our hair down and enjoy the music. From what we've heard so far, from sound check, sounds quite reasonable to be <laughs> kind of underselling it. Yeah, reasonable. Here, flip. If I'm allowed to swear on the podcast, you would hear me swear. But trust me. Uh, so with that in mind, is there any new material coming to this concert that we haven't seen in Glasgow? Yeah, there is a couple of things um, that will make you jump off your seats or be oh. on the edge of your seats. So you're keeping your cards close to your chest, but you're not telling us. <laughs> no. So preparations for the concert then obviously wouldn't have been as intensive as it was for Glasgow, or was it? Was it as bad? It still has to be, right? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like our, the most important thing is for us to please ourselves as well. So it has to be right. That's true. So, so there, has lot, there has been a lot of practice effort put in this past three weeks, especially. So. Right. As well, and then you have all the solo work in between all that as well, because we're in the midst of solo season at That's the moment. Right. Yeah. How's solo season been pairing out for yourself, then, Kev? Uh, for me personally, I sort of took a wee break. We didn't play any also solos this year. I just went down and played for a few drummers out of the band. So it's always a struggle to get pipers to go to play for the drummers, you know. So somebody has to go. Somebody has to do that job, yeah. exactly. That's one thing people don't appreciate for solo pipers. You compete in your own bit, but then you've maybe played like half a dozen yeah. times earlier that morning. <laughs> so it's a bit of a struggle. So do you think you'll be going to the All-Irelands this year? The All-Irelands solos? Yeah. yeah. Heard it here first. That's a definite yes. That's a definite yes, yeah. No. <laughs> it's a needs must. So with that in mind, we're talking about being competitive. What are things looking like for this incoming season for St. Lawrence? Are you ready to go? Yeah, we're hundred percent ready to go. And hopefully lift the big one. So that's the hope then. You guys are driving for the big one in, in August. These young lads, you know, they're too get too excited. <laughs> It's not 100% ready to go yet, but it's every week, every week you'll notice it ramp up and up and up and up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic stuff. Well, guys, tonight we're launching the new album. Have you heard the album yet? Have you had a chance to listen to it? What are we allowed to say? What's the right answer? Yeah, because we know we're we're pre-releasing it. Yes, we have heard the CD. Yeah. 
And what do you think of it, Andy? A bit of a fan, or it's, it's probably maybe I'm biased, but it's the best CD I've ever heard. So there you go. See, a lot of people out there were saying Dawning of the Day is theirs. You know, that's their album. A lot of people saying Evolution was theirs. But so this one could possibly be top of the pile then for some people too. Yeah, definitely. I'd say a lot of people will say that it was their favourite. Uh, there you go. So everyone on Patreon, if you are looking a copy of this, by the way, you can go on to St Lawrence's website now and go and purchase a copy because it's out on Monday. I'll say tonight. Oh, so tonight. Wow. Well, hey, there you go. They're cheap. Or twelve euro. So there you go. Yeah, cheap at twice the price. To be honest, lads. Good too. Listen, crowd, we're going to tune up. Thanks a million, Thanks lads. Everyone. Thanks for yeah. chatting to us. We'll talk to you again. All the best. Good luck. Bye. Thanks. LoneStarPiper.com, serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over ten years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Adanti Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper is also the North American distributor for Beat Street Drumming Goods from Northern Ireland. Have you any questions about any of the major brands they carry? Then you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. The Horace Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles enough to cover any wedding, formal event or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. Grand, we're still backstage here at the St. Lawrence Tool concert, and I am joined by... Hey, Robin McKay. Hello, Robin. How you doing? Now, I have to say, I was listening to you guys earlier in Soundcheck, and a question I haven't asked anyone yet is, what's it like standing up there in the middle of all of that? Um, well, sometimes it can be a wee bit overwhelming, and then other times it's just absolutely incredible. Like, being on stage with like such a calibre of musicians, you can't beat it. It's bound to be something special, yeah. Now, I need to ask you, you're obviously not from Ireland, like St Lawrence is from Ireland, but you're not from, whereabouts are you from? I'm from just outside of Glasgow, so I've been travelling over the band for a few years now. 
the home of bagpiping, some people would argue, yeah. So have you been playing with the slot then for this last while? Uh, yeah, well, I actually started with the St Lawrence Grade 3 band and I was with them for three years. And I took a season out and now this is my fourth year in St Lawrence, so you can, I've been with the band for the best part of a decade. So you're a bit of a veteran then? Just a wee bit, yeah. (laughs) So can you give us a bit of a behind-the-scenes scoop then? What's it like, a band practice? Would Al never shout and yell and scream? Never, not at all. (laughs) Never, never throw a wobbler? No, he's he's very good with us. (laughs) I was looking the juicy gossip there, didn't get anything. There you go. But I have to say, one thing that St Lawrence are known for is you guys know how to celebrate. Oh, well... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> there's no argument there at all. No, no. There's no party like a slot party for sure. That's it. So tell us then, how did last year's World Championships go for yourselves? Because I heard that the party afterwards, you guys enjoyed yourselves. Oh, well, it'd be a shame if we didn't, wouldn't it? <laughs> exactly, I have to agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, and obviously the relief of after the concert and all the kind of hype after like last season. So I think it was just more relief and it was at the same time, it was just celebrating everything that we've achieved together as a band so it was kind of bittersweet to be honest but still fantastic at the same time to be a part of that machine so yeah how are you looking forward to this incoming season are you excited are you nervous oh i'm i'm very much looking forward to it it's it's always good to see what will happen it's kind of you you can't tell until you're out there until you hit the grass you don't really know yeah so well thanks a million Robin, for talking to us we really appreciate it thank you thank you well, we are backstage still, and we are joined by quite a legendary bass drummer. John, how are you, sir? Good evening, Rob. How are you? I'm the best, thanks. Dead excited for the show, mate. Are you looking forward to it? Absolutely. I think uh, tonight will be a good gig. Uh, we've got a little bit more time with the stuff, and we're a little bit more relaxed with it. So I think it'll work well tonight. So can you tell us about the two bass drums on stage? What's that about? two bass drums on stage yeah well it's an idea that Stephen Crichton and myself have been playing around with for a long time uh, one of the reasons for it is two different pitches and we're using a, a different car, uh, key changes throughout the evening I see. so it's, as the night progresses you're kind of swapping between the two really yeah depending on the sets depending on the tunes so if anything you're just the man to speak to because you're seen as being a St Lawrence O'Toole veteran you've been part of St Lawrence O'Toole band for a long time now John absolutely uh, joined St Lawrence O'Toole in the back end of 1986 played my first season in 1987 and Terry Tully was quite major John Kell was leading drummer uh, it was a very very exciting year we were I think second in the All-Ireland and we were second in the world and maybe at number three at Cowell good see, a good good season for, for, for just starting out with the band not a bad way to start exactly so with that in mind you're bound to have the odd tale or two to tell from your St Lawrence days any epic parties and stuff you guys are kind of known for your parties there's probably lots of epic parties, yeah. And they're probably best kept to ourselves at this stage. But one of the things about playing with St. Lawrence O'Toole is just is having the privilege to play in the centre of the band, particularly with the quality of music that we play. And it absolutely suits me down to the ground. It mightn't suit everybody, but I'm a big fan of uh, Terry, John Kyo, Alan, Stephen Crichton. To me, you couldn't play with better people. I suppose I was going to ask you, what's it like standing in the middle of that that musical machine? You know, it's bound to be an experience. Well, when everything is switched on and everybody is switched on, it's special. But that applies to every band. I mean, 
the fantastic bands in the world. Once once everybody's on on tune, it's it's just very special to be able to stand in the middle of the band and have all that sound coming at you. It's bound to be it's bound to be the best place to be. I've kind of argued that's where judges should stand sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, the pro- the, yeah, I'd say I'd say a lot of the judges would like to stand there, and because chanters coming in at you, snares yeah. coming in at you, you're getting the top off everything. That's it, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So can I ask you then some bass drumming questions? We've got a lot of people who listen to the show who are just starting out on their bass drumming journey. Uh, what would you recommend? How would people get started in bass drumming to start with? Well, I suppose the, the idea of a bass drummer in the band is, is the metronome of the band, he's, he's the timekeeper in the band, and that's where it starts. And it starts with all the simple stuff, and if you can do all the simple stuff, like keep time from start to finish, have a nice drum, listen to what's going on around you, in particular, listen to, to your leading drummer. Pay attention what he has to say. Listen to the melody. Get to know the melody. Get to know the notes. Get to know the harmonies. That's one thing that I've noticed, speaking to a lot of bass drummers, is that sometimes they can whistle or hum the tune better than some of the snare line. Would that be true? Do you think you know some of the, the piping element more than sometimes some of the drum lines? Uh, well, I'd say a, a lot of the guys that I play, for, play with are all good musicians. Most of them will sing you the medley from start to finish or sing you the MSR and, and it's a great way of doing it. One of the things about being a bass drummer is just to have big ears. That's a, yeah, that's a good one. Everything, you know? yeah. Have elephant ears. <laughs> have elephant ears, yeah. Like, I think that's a quite a good quote there. That If anything, it is really important for a bass drummer because you guys are seen as the heartbeat of the band. It's a special place to be in the band and you are, you are the heartbeat of the band. And, but you've got to be paying attention. Your focus has to be quite major leading drummer. Yeah, indeed. So can I ask you then just a, a little bit of a geeky pipe band question, but your equipment, you use all Premier gear, would that be right? Bass is yeah. Premier, all the midsection is Premier, yeah. Let's see, what about your sticks? So do you favour any kind of brand or anything? On sticks, yeah, uh, it's a... Uh, I get it, I have a, a very good friend in Sam Smith who picks out sticks for me picks, ah, out superb, the way, yeah. picks out the weight that I want picks out the quality that I want and he looks after me superb that's what you want too so yeah well I have to say on tuning then last geeky kind of question but whenever you're tuning a midsection how do you accomplish that big warm tone that you're kind of famous for now that's kind of easy when you listen to the pipe sound and if you just listen to that top hand of the chanter bass strong and that's where that goes yeah pitching in there Right. So, would you use the same sort of tuner that you would use on a bagpipe then for your own bass drum? No, no. It's 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 a simple. It's it's just an indication, just to check. I mean, if you're if you're standing in a tuning park and there's 25 bands around you on a day like the world's, sometimes you go deaf. So the the, the tuner is used as just to clarify. Just like a guide, really. Yeah. Just yeah, a guide. yeah. yeah. No, well, if anything, that's, that's kind of fascinating to me. I've heard some bass drummers who don't tune at all, they get someone else to do it for them. But you do all your own tuning, that'd be right. Yeah, but yeah. but it's a simple thing. Well, that's it, yeah. There's no great, there's no great science. <laughs> there's no science, it's just tune it until you get the right pitch. Yeah, listen listen to what's happening. Exactly. So, well, if anything, we're excited to see the show tonight. We can't wait to see you on the stage. Are you happy now the concert is back again? Is it good to go over that stuff again? It can be tough. There's a lot of music in it. Uh, we had to start digging it up January. And, and with the band, with so many fly-in players and different things, it becomes difficult. But Stephen and Alan work fantastically 
with, with those players and it's it just it's easy. After tonight the focus becomes Paisley. Two MSRs, you know. Exactly, yeah. So rolling into the start of the season, I want to wish you guys on behalf of the Rab Show the very best of luck this incoming year. I can't wait to see you on the grass. Thanks a million, Rab. Been a pleasure. Thank you. Welcome, we're here on Facebook at the moment and we're also here on the Rab Show podcast and we are joined with the pipe major himself, Alan Tully. How are you all? I'm not too bad. Um, I'm uh, just on the cusp of anticipation. We're, uh, it's half six or just about half six so we're almost ready to get, uh, get ourselves tuned and you can hear the guys inside. So. so we managed to hear you guys on soundcheck and the word I would use to describe it was... <laughs> pretty incredible that, what's it like bringing this show back again to the stage uh, it's great actually um, I think for us it's uh, it's a little bit more exciting because obviously the first time you do it there's a lot of nerves and um, you know you practice a long time for it but once you've actually done it on stage uh, for us a bit more excitement a bit more really looking forward to actually getting the music out again and playing the music and I think everybody's you look, we've had a few more months uh, to work on it, so much more comfortable. Uh, I think it's for us, it's going to be much more enjoyable, I think. Oh, that's superb. So we were talking to Brendan, who was on the Rab Show not too long ago, and he was telling us that this isn't a carbon copy of Glasgow. There might be some new little things in there. Will we have any new material here tonight? Yeah, we've... Uh, we've uh we have some new music within the MSRs. We have a full brand new medley. We have uh, uh, we've changed some of the sets around that uh, that's, that we played on the last concert. Plus, the support group that we have are different. So we have Coda, who are the, the male vocalists. They're actually going to do some uh, play some instruments this time as well. So that'll add just a different dimension to the concert too. So. That's superb. I can't wait. I really can't wait. The doors are opening and I want to be in there. Uh, so tell me then, the season's just around the corner, a couple of weeks maybe, before the first major. How are things looking at this large tool at the moment? Very good, to be honest. Uh, we've had we've had a really good pre-season. We've, the lads have worked really hard. Obviously, the concert has been a, a big plus for us to do uh, this time of the year. It's great. So um, it's helped to get the minds focused. Also, it's helped because we've changed our chanters since last year. So we've uh, yeah. we've been working with David Chesney on uh, on a new 
Plastic Chanter. So we, this is its, I suppose you could say it's its debut. It's not really. We did, uh, we did debut it on um, at Gary Smith's charity event. It was yeah, in Cookstown, yeah, yeah. We just put them in that day. We put uh, nine of them in that day, right, so right. very, very raw. But uh, we've had a good few months to work on them. We're very pleased with them. So this is uh, this is the first acid test for the for the Chanders. Well, that's sounding pretty incredible. So looking forward to the first major then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, band is going well. We're looking forward to performing this concert, but also looking forward to getting it out of the way so that we can really focus on the competition stuff. Because obviously, as, as most people will know, uh, you know, when you're playing a concert, you can't you can't ignore the competition stuff, but also you can't give it its full focus because you have so much other stuff to play. So we're we're excited to to move past today, get a good show under our belts, spend the next three weeks working hard on our MSRs and uh, and. Uh, coming out strong hopefully yeah. all sorts of excited now if anything what I've noticed recently for St Lawrence Atul you guys are getting more and more international you have a lot of international players playing with your band now how far and wide do people come and play with you guys uh, so we've players that travel from Canada we've players from uh, Israel we've players from Denmark we've players from um, from all across uh, all across the world so it's uh, it's like most grade one bands it's very difficult now that uh, to field a band full of local bass players. Uh, plus, you know, you've also got a lot of people who, they may have to travel a distance, but uh, they really want to play in a band. And that's most important is that you've got players, it doesn't really matter where they're from, but they really, really want to play in a band. It's not just because it's, it's handy or convenient for them to play. So we've got a, we've a, we've a really strong team of guys at the moment. And uh, it's, uh, every year for the last few years, it's just got stronger and stronger. The quality of player that we've added into the pipe core has got better and better. So uh, every year we come out, we feel that we're that little bit stronger. We've new chanters, which will make us a bit stronger. Hopefully this year we've got some new players in the core, which have added a lot of quality. So we're really, really, really confident and looking forward to May. Oh, superb. We can't wait to see you on the grass and we want to wish you the very best of luck this incoming season, Alan. Thanks for talking to us. Cheers. Thanks, Rob. So joining us is lead tipper Stephen Crichton. Stephen, how are you, sir? How are you, Rob? Good. Tell me this, mate. You're doing this show again. What's it like bringing it back to the stage? Tiring. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I suppose it was a bit of a shame to leave th- that amount of work left on stage for one show. So I suppose, you know, to fund the band, to get a new home and stuff like that, we've decided to you know, run the show again to maybe make a little bit of profit from it now. But um, we've had great support here tonight. As you can see, it seems to be nearly a sellout. It's an incredible crowd here, yeah. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. Do you ever get the nerves, though, sitting in front of an audience that size? No. No really? None at all. I'd be shaking in my shoes. <laughs> no, well, if you rehearse the way we rehearse and go through the stuff, the motions and the arguing and the fighting and, uh, <laughs> you know, putting lads under pressure, you know, when you stand on stage, that's the easy part, really, is uh, the hard work is really sitting around the table, to be honest. That's it. That's when the work is really done, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, having a crowd, a great crowd behind the band all, always throughout the years I've played a concert has helped us be at ease on stage, so... It's actually better to be playing on stage than it is in the band hall sometimes, you know. So There you go, that's interesting now. So can you tell me then, just around the corner, the season's about to kick off. How are things looking for St Lawrence Tool this incoming year? Um, after tonight, I'll have a better idea, but working on two and a half hours of material for the last six months again... Ooh, that's has, a lot. ...has been grueling, so... Yeah. Uh, like you know, there's a lot of music in the in the concert, but there's a lot of drum scores in it too. So, for guys who are doing it as a hobby, it's a lot of uh, work to keep those sets going. So, I think at this concert we're missing Mikey and my son Glenn. Uh, we won't have Glenn for this coming season, but we'll have Mikey for the second half of the season. Uh, but we're motoring well. We've got Alan Bromwell back, and we have some fantastic new music going on in our medleys. So, 
Oh, new music for the medley, aye? Absolutely. Nearly a brand new medley there. Oh, One brilliant, brand new medley yeah. and probably 55% of another. Oh, that sounds good. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we'll have to wait. It's obviously, I think this is the first one. It's MSR, isn't it? Um, it is, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, dang it, we're going to have to wait till we hear this. Then. <laughs> yeah, you have to wait six weeks. It gives us about six weeks to polish it. It's been going okay. Uh, there's always still you know, changes and things developing and growing within the music of, of what we're doing at the moment. But it needs about another six weeks for it to really shine and put the, put the little finishing pieces to it. But uh, it's on the floor. We could have played it tonight, but we didn't have enough room for all our sets. So we said we'd wait until the first major to debut. But you will see half of a new medley tonight. Ooh, uh, so, here we go. So, Love it. Yeah. So yeah. tell me this before I let you go. I know you're a busy man and just about to start. Can you tell us about those white snare drums that are on stage? Mm-hmm. They look to be like from the 60s, if not before then. Where did they come from? What are they? They're Premier drums, um, the 069 model. Uh, they used to actually belong to the Irish Army here. Uh, we got to land them because um, we're using in one of our sets the Crazy Army by Steve Gadd. Uh, at the start of the finale and it was originally supposed to be 10 of us playing it at the concert hall last year but we didn't have room for 10 drummers in the end and because of the way the recording uh, uh, guy Murray Blair was setting up the stage we had to isolate certain instruments for the recording which this didn't allow us to come down in the front and disturb where they had uh, isolated some instruments for later on so we ended up using five but tonight we're only using three same problem not enough room on the stage but it was written for ten ten snares that's interesting yeah there's just the old style you know rope tension style uh, drum that has a great um, another dimension of where we used to be all those years ago and we were using the the crazy army uh, rhythm with with a tune that Terry wrote called Spoggin and it fits like a glove so we amalgamated the two of them together and used oh, it as the finale Brilliant, because the reason why I ask is because we heard it in Soundcheck, it sounded awesome yeah, it's just a, new, a different note do you ever think we'll see them in competition? No <laughs> It's scary to see where pitch is going at the moment pitch is going. Is, yeah. people are looking for drums to be sharp and I think the more sharper and the, the, the the more high tension the drums are getting, I think we're losing a little bit of the, the whole traditional sound of the, the whole instrument. So we have to be careful. We all look for, we always push our heads and push our sticks and push everything to get this sharper sound. But you know what? It's not always the answer. Um, Sometimes you need a bit of body to carry that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. If anything, that's one thing Premier are famous for. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we all know we've got some great mar- drums on the market at the moment, and we've obviously got a new one coming on the market. But you know what? Um, that's all I'm going to say. Um, ah, but still kind of cool, though. So there's not something new coming out then, perhaps? Yes. Oh, okay. I can't wait to see it. Well, see, I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to gear, and I can't wait for that. So, any idea of when we can find out, even? Maybe for the Worlds this year, we see. Ooh. There you go, podcast listeners. So, check it out. If you're not going to the Worlds, go to the Premier Tent. You might see something new. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Stephen, I've tried your sticks. You give me a pair of them. They're outstanding. I haven't played them in the rain, though. What's it like playing them in the rain? I get that's why the active grip coating was for. It was for playing in wet weather. Rain aside, they were developed for the heat of your hands to burn into the lacquer, the coated lacquer that's on the top of them. It's a special uh, chemical that's in it and activates... The, the chemical to turn sticky and feel like it's gripping in your hand. Yeah. Um, 
we would use them only there's something about black I don't like using black sticks have a bit of an omen about them um, See, uh, going back when we used Kilpatrick uh, KP tools blacks we, we had a good season but there was just something about them that I didn't like with our our uniform is dull enough so to brighten up we, we went with the white ones but but yeah. the white ones are as good as too because they've got this water-based lacquer on them, uh, yeah. which is water-based paint, sorry, and they feel as good in the hands as the black ones. But um, like everything, we're trying, like, there's a lot of new sticks out there, there's a lot of people producing good sticks, and, you know, it doesn't matter how many good sticks you put out there, we all still like to go through a couple of pairs before, before we get the pair that we like. So. I'm sure, yeah, you're bound to go through some wood before you get Absolutely. the ones you want. Yeah. yeah. Well, Stephen, I have to say, before you guys hit the grass for the first major, we want to wish you the very best of luck. Thanks and much. thanks for having the Rab Show here tonight at the show. It's been you're incredible. Welcome, and you've been a great supporter of our band, so we appreciate that. But thanks again. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks. Enjoy tonight. Well, I'm in the crowd. The gig's about to start, and I managed to bump into some pie banders. How are you, folks? Hello. Very good. So Louise and Victoria Smith, and of course, what are you guys looking forward to the most for this St. Lawrence concert? Oh, I don't know. Just can't wait for it to get started. We've been looking forward to it for ages now. More or less just the tenor drummers. Tenor drummers? Yeah. Why the tenors? Um, I like the movements of the sticks. I see. You reckon they could do it with a mace though, Louise? No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. If anything, I don't know if there's drum majors on stage tonight. That's terrible. They should fix that. They should fix that. We know people can help them out. We do. We do. Yeah, we do indeed. Well, thanks a million for chatting to us, guys. Enjoy the show. We will. Yeah, we will. Well, folks, we have walked the legs of ourselves. Both myself and my illustrious cameraman, Andrew Shelley. How are you? All right, I'm wrecked. We are absolutely buggered, mate. And the show is just about to start. As you can hear all the crowd behind us. And I think it was that. I've got a loud punk rock playing there uh, in the background. Can you tell me, what did you think as a bagpiper of all the sound check that we managed to hear earlier? What did you think of it? Oh, it was very professional. Uh, like, Lawrence and Trillis came here and they're, they're well prepared. And uh, just, it, was, it was good to see uh, some of the wee, wee, wee things that they're going to perform tonight. It's, yeah, if anything, we've had a bit of a sneak peek of what they're about to do. So we've got one up on everybody else sitting here. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think, if anything, there's the professionalism. And then also, whenever the pipes go in the box, it's so relaxed. Yeah. Everyone's just chilling out, drinking cups of tea, having the best crack. Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of what St. Lawrence are well known for. Yeah. You know, their professionalism and then time to relax is time to relax. Aye. And how do we chicken curry and rice? Oh, yes, yes. We were well looked after. Thank you, St. Lawrence. <laughs> So, with that in mind, we hope you've managed to enjoy this week's podcast. Uh, we've also included some audio recordings from the actual show itself. But if you do want to hear what they sounded like in Glasgow, go along now to the St. Lawrence Tool website, pick yourself up a copy. It's going to be well worth it. So, yeah, trust me. It sounds like anything like it sounded here tonight. And Armagh, you're in for a treat. So this may seem like one big shameless plug for the album, but it's well worth it, in my opinion. What do you think? Uh, it's going to be great. Yeah, very exciting. And if anything, looking at the crowd that's here, I think everyone is of the same opinion. They're all like, come on, get on that stage, we can't wait. So with that in mind, thanks for tuning into this week's podcast. And uh, yeah, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do hit that subscribe button. So with each and every episode, you'll get a ding, little notification to let you know that one's been uploaded. So Andrew, you were on last week's podcast. Yeah. So you were... Yeah, there's considerably less cows and church bells in this one. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. 
So I know a lot of people on this week's podcast wanted us to talk all about the live streaming situation. Yeah. Yeah. And you would be our main guy in Northern Ireland. So will we talk about it at the tail end of this podcast or leave it till next week? Hey, sure. Why not? We'll talk about it. Okay, because everyone's waiting on it. All right. The situation is, what happened at the Ulsters? You were there to live stream. What happened? Uh, we arrived there in the morning and uh, we just we got a wee programme and uh, opened up the first first few pages and the first thing I noticed was uh, no live streaming allowed in the, uh, today, so sort of put our plans to the back seat. You it know? certainly did. Like We had plans in place, what grades to cover, all of that, and you were ready to roll. And then we, were, we found out that morning when we arrived, there was no pre-warning, it was just, bang, here you go, boys. So, uh, what was the feeling? <laughs> well, it was, it was just a bit... It was a bit of a a, a, a shock, really, but I, you know, at the same time, uh, you know, uh, the Rab show don't want to break any rules. We just have to go with what, what's said, like, but... Yeah. Exactly. That's it. And I think that just... The shrug of the shoulders, the, yeah, I think sums it up. That's how we felt on the day. We're like, oh, okay, they made this ruling. We have to abide by the rules. A lot of people told us, I'll go ahead and stream it anyway. But we couldn't do that. You know, it's not our event. They are the organizer. We have to respect what they said. So where we are right now is that us on the Big Rab Show are at the St. Lawrence Tool gig, and we're trying our best not to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we'd spend a lot of time worrying about this. But we have emailed our headquarters, we have emailed our own branch here in Northern Ireland to try and find out what we can do then for the rest of this season because it does throw everything into doubt now. Yeah, if, if, if them same rules apply, like a, for for one competition, well, we really don't know where we are standing for the rest of the season. Exactly. So that includes competitions in Scotland as well as competitions here in Northern Ireland. We really don't know. At the moment, where it stands is we will not be live and streaming anything until we get a green light. And we are waiting on that green light. So for those of you living internationally, we did say we had you covered. But it's looking like we may not have you covered. (laughs) We will wait and see. Once we have notification from our branch and from our headquarters, we will let you know what we can do this incoming season. So, podcast listeners, there you go. We did talk about the live streaming thing. We can let it go now. Let it go. The Disney song. All right. I think that's it, Andrew. We should go and enjoy this show, man, shouldn't we? Looking forward to this. Enough worrying about out blinking live streaming and all that other stuff. Time to enjoy some decent music. Andrew, thank you so much for capturing all of our video and stuff today. Thank you. And I have to say, for those of you on Patreon, we've got a lot of stuff coming your way. A lot of interviews, a lot of backstage stuff. Shenanigans, yeah. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of stuff hitting our Patreon page. So if you haven't already, go over there, click support, and you can get your hands on tons of extra content. All right, time for us to sit and enjoy ourselves some St. Lawrence Atul. Thanks for tuning in this week, and we'll see you again next week. All the best.
Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Verarian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>